Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Hello and welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here and it's wonderful to have your company today for episode 158. 158? 258. There you go. That's why we have digital numbers. That's why Um, you're an accountant, uh, isn't it? That's right. (laughs) Reminds me of the time when we were doing the Vintage Toy Awards and it was like, you know, say for 2019. I'm like, this is for the Vintage Toy Awards for... 2009 that's right and Davey's like oh shit I've studied the wrong year (laughs) (laughs) Uh, joining me today in the Toy Power studio we've got Frank hello hello and back from Wagga Ben g'day g'day it is so good to be back in the studio uh, after a month away yeah so what give us give the listeners a picture of what Wagga is like please describe like in terms of it's it's a a big country town is is it fair to say yeah really big country town in the sense that it is um fifty three thousand I think was the population at mm-hmm. the um off Google, uh it's got like you know your big W your Kmart, uh Maya even I didn't even get down to that run of the street Harris <laughs> scarf across the road, uh there was quite a few little you know big box retailers there so you know quite a you know good shopping experience and things and um plenty of pubs so hey, yeah <laughs> like try out each one <laughs> that's it that's it yeah. So I've got a yeah I've got a bit of a re- recap of Wagga oh, as well. Right. Um, so obviously Wagga is in New South Wales, a different state to where you know we are in South Australia. No masks. No the masks. Whole, the whole really? time I didn't have right. to wear a ma- mask for COVID related. Wow. Uh, so that was really cool. Yeah. You know, really uh, good. There's not as much fear over there, I don't think. But also, is that because everyone's already had COVID in well, New South Wales? P- potentially, but also I think. <laughs> Because it's a country town, you know, uh, like okay. so you yep. get you still get people walking in with masks on, sure. and yep. but but the ratio is like one in twenty five people, okay, you sure. know, sort of thing. So it's cool. Uh, I did manage to go and see the Batman film with yes. my with nice. my regional manager of all no. people. Oh, okay. So is that he the was one awesome. with the tats? No, no, no. no okay, that, that's one. a different one. One of the guys <laughs> from uh, South Australia uh, took us, took yep. me and um, another guy. And I was, you know, couldn't thank him enough because I didn't have any transport over there. I was yeah. relying on everyone else to drive me around and things. And a snapshot of how big Wagga is, they had a five, um, you know, cinema complex okay. of, you know, movies mm-hmm. and things. So yep. that was pretty awesome. Uh, so with the, the, I worked on the shop. The shop was not open the whole time that we were there. Um, and it, was, it was a brand new shop. You brand were setting new up, from from yeah. scratch. Yep. We walked into a warehouse like yeah. <laughs> uh, experience. You know, nothing on the uh, ground at all. Mm. You know, the, all the walls nothing, were painted. Yeah. Uh, the you know, and things like that were done. Mm. But we walked into a you know blank canvas, and we had to first th- two days, maybe moving on to the third, we had to build the fixtures yeah. for mm. the stock to come on. Yep. Um, so our first customers in the building were a bird, a bird flying around because <laughs> of the, you know, the, the huge uh, space. The yeah. space, yeah, that's right. We had a snake crawl right. in from the um, because you walk out the back dock and it's just a paddock, yeah. the horses, right. um, yeah, yeah. sheep and things. So we had a little snake and someone just grabbed a bucket off show and like flipped it in there and <laughs> well, it wasn't a very big snake, so yeah. it wouldn't. 
But um, with all the pallets of potting mix and things, that garden is a big uh, seller in our business and yep. things, that brought a mice plague with us. Is that so right? We no. had, uh, I'd probably dozens and dozens of mice flying wow, around the wow. store and you see these big burly guys <laughs> getting scared yeah. by mice you know yep. and, and i feel for them because I, I i'm not scared of mice but yep. when you're filling away you're minding your own business and yes. things and then bang there's something, something moving jumps yeah yep. and and one of the guys picked one up and caught it you know i showed it to everyone in a box and um, let it off out the back dock and then we saw it run across the um <laughs> the dock uh, area mm. and his magpie just came down and grabbed <laughs> it and, and, and took off with it. It's like, oh Australia. no. Yeah. That's uh, so not what we wanted to see. Um, <laughs> because I can't keep my mouth shut that I'm a uh, toy collector, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I was talking to one of the uh, guys from Victoria and uh, he. next thing I know, he brings in this RC car that was probably about like half a metre, oh, no, probably about 75 centimetres long, like a really big wow. RC car. Like right. it, was, it was huge. And um, it wasn't petrol, it was yep. uh, you know, electric battery. Uh, yep, thing. Battery, yeah. And uh, it, it was like sort of a, um, you know, NASCAR type uh, chassis type mm. thing, uh, plastic, so you could replace it and things. And this thing didn't drive fast. It flew. Yeah, like right. it, it was <laughs> insane. And, he gives it to me, and it's one of those gun uh, remote controls. Oh, yes. So yep, I'm, yep. I'm used to the more the toggle stick. Yep, yep. And so I'm not used Trigger to Trigger and a wheel? Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. So we're, we're flying around, and I'm super, like, um, careful with it, you know, worried I'm going to hit one mm. of the islands or something in the car park. So I'm pretty ginger with it and stuff. And every time I knock one of the, like, because, you know, we're getting it drifting and stuff. And every time I drifted it out and it rolled over or whatever, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, man, so sorry. And uh, I'm like, after a while, like five, ten minutes of me driving it, and you know, I'm like, right, here, you take over and show me what yeah, you can, what do. can do. And he just, he no, no shits given. Like, he just made <laughs> Launched it fly. It. Yeah, it was crazy. Putting it up on um, planks and things and dropping it, <laughs> you know, off the side. It was not a, you know, air hopper. It had no suspension, oh. you know, and things. It was just a regular RC car. Yep. But damn, it. it it want, it, I just wanted to go out and buy an RC car after that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was just insane. Cool. Um, I was there while the Mardi Gras was on. That was uh, pretty insane for the little Wagga. Uh, was Mardi experience. Gras and Wagga? Yeah. Wow, okay. Uh, we didn't know. actually see the floats or anything go past. We were sort of you know, in, too busy at the pub drink, eating and drinking. <laughs> yeah. and, but we caught all the festive people afterwards at the pub and stuff. So that was crazy. And I saw a Toys R Us, an abandoned Toys R Us. Now, yes, I did yes. see the photos yeah. from the parking lot. Yes. Yep. Was it an actual store? Or yeah, was it, it yeah, was so a store. Remnants of the store. Remnants of the store. So it was just a, the store was in the background near the cinema of all yep. places. So I, that's why I didn't see it when we went and saw Batman. And we're driving along and I just saw the ba the Toys R Us sign. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I should get out and have a photo with it. You know, yeah, just yeah. like <laughs> in a car with five, four other people, right? <laughs> yep. And and he's like, like, oh, that's what? cool. I'll just chuck a Yui. I'm like, oh, I wasn't serious, man. <laughs> and also, you know, thank you. Like, <laughs> so I, I jumped out and took a photo. And what you couldn't see where the sign was is next to it was Babies R Us. Like right. where the, the, yep. the tree had grown over and hiding the Babies R Us yep. sign. And then down the lot, there was a vacant store and the, some of the signs were still there, but it was just a you know empty shell Derelict. like it was yep. it was quite sad and the amount of comments were like steal it steal it steal it <laughs> but the you know we were traveling back in a car with uh three other people myself and three other people there was not one millimeter of space i no. couldn't strap even, it to the roof well that's what i said <laughs> but you know it wasn't my car and things so um yeah uh big thanks to scott yes you know while yeah. um uh, holding the fort i really really appreciate it, it was awesome 
being on the outside, listening back in, yeah. and uh, you know, talking to the, um, you know, you guys uh, while I'm listening, you know, agreeing or you know, hey, no, Trent, that. this is the yeah. wrong answer. <laughs> <That's it. Yeah. laughs> laughing along and stuff. So, <laughs> and it wouldn't be a trip without bringing back my family some gifts. So, oh, what? All right, I'll just grab something. It's only little, so oh, don't okay. you know. Dampen your um yeah. your <laughs> don't get too expectations. Hype. That's right. All <laughs> right, so Mr. Trent, oh. I've got something for you. Wow! Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Look at this Oreos. Batman, Batman original flavored Oreos. Yeah, it's got the bat symbol on it. It is on very cool. Oh, it does yeah. too. Yeah. Yep. There you go, Robert Pattinson. I'll be able to eat his face, much like a La Rata. What is it that ate that? Uh, ate the district attorney's face off, or the mayor? That's Ooh. it. Yeah, there you and go. Frank, oh. uh, there's something for you, and okay. it's just it, yeah, just cardboard a- box with Ben's name on front. Oh, dude! Wow, this is a uh, oh. what is it? The cy- cyber, cyber cyber shredder. Yep, yep. This is uh, vintage turtles, circa '94. I want to say. Um, Look, not complete, but far. It's better than the non-existent figure I don't have in my collection. That <laughs> is that. awesome. Thanks, man. It puts a um, placeholder for when you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can. Yeah, I, I've got. A, I know enough people in the turtles community. I could probably find some armor and the missing hand and stuff. That's awesome, man. Thank you so much. That's all right. A yeah. shredder from the shredder. Look at that's that. It. There you go. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, fantastic. Cool. That's come from Eddie from Tasmania. Eddie, oh Eddie. wow. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Outstanding. Yeah, yep. he Beautiful. had a good deal on that and been holding it for uh, for me for a while, and uh, I knew it was always going to go to you because I've got one on card, I've got one complete, yeah. and I figured oh, I can't hold them all uh, when you need that one. So, oh mate, yeah. thank you so much. That's, That's awesome. All right. Cool. Very good. All right, should we jump into our next segment? Three, two, one. Cue music. So, what have you got for me? The boys are back. The boys Ooh, are back soon, in town. Soon. Is it yeah. June? June it comes well, out? Well, it's coming soon, yes. Mm. The boys, Black Noir. Um, this is looking very cool. We've obviously heard a bit of news about what NECA was doing with their The Boys line. Mm. And um, we saw some sort of digital sculpts, didn't we, a while back? Yes. Um, sort of the 3D renders. But this is the first time we've had some actual images. And it looks very good. You know, NECA do a great job of their photography. There's a nice shot of him outside an alleyway. Um, so it's ultimate version, black noir. It's a Target exclusive, $32.99 US. Um, now, he's got a couple of knives. That's Is that his signature well, weapon? He, he doesn't really have much, does no. he? It's, yeah. I, I don't think he would use his guns if that's no, where the no, angle no. you were aiming at. But I don't think he has much. It's mainly just doing stuff with his hands yep. and things. <laughs> Ninja style. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's uh, I, I, I love these sorts of figures, a bit like Snake Eyes, where the companies just must be rubbing their hands together going, all we need is a can of black spray paint, and he's done. Pretty like. much. <laughs> Although, he, I mean, the, the tones are there. Yeah. In terms oh, of the... Simplifying it a bit. Yeah, so. like the boots have a bit of shine on them, and the armor's a bit more matte. So it, it it's a very nice-looking figure without yeah. being Snake Eyes one colour. Yeah. But yeah, certainly they, they probably hit budget on, uh, <laughs> on paint apps for sure. Um, I know. What? Where are you guys at with this line? It's a cool show. Mm. Do you need the toys? No, and this comes back to a discussion we had a little while ago, where it's you know, you, you might love Indiana Jones for example, but do you really need that three point seven five Kenner figure on your shelf? 
probably not like there's lots of things we love but where they don't necessarily need to be represented in 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 toy form and and i think the boys is a wonderful example that five years certainly 10 years from now that's the thing if you would collect it in my case i'd look at it and go well space is at a premium it's gonna go because yeah. it's not that it doesn't have that vintage draw card that a lot of the things we already collect too yeah this is the i know we sort of had this conversation but as a sort of refresher now that i'm seeing it on the on the page and it looks really really nice you want it I, of course i want it <laughs> but it's that same thing i yeah. i know where it will be in my collection in five ten years it doesn't hold that nostalgic value mm. the turtles masters all those sort of 80s properties are going to have and that's very much where my collecting habits have gone mm. is away from the new modern toys you know lord of the rings came out in i think it was 2001, 2001. Yep. yep and there wasn't a lot happening in the toy landscape back then. So I was all in on Lord of the Rings because I, I mm. loved it as a movie. Now I've got that collection. I look back and I go, well, it's sort of from my adult years yeah. and I just don't have the same love and connection. So I'm trying to steer clear of those sorts of things that don't have that draw yep. to me. But yeah. nonetheless, very cool figure. Mm. I'm, I'm 100% the same. I watched the animated uh, series when I got back from Wagga mm. and thoroughly enjoyed that, but definitely don't need any of the toys. So <laughs> Just on that, I, I've only seen the first episode, but it was sort of done like a, I don't know, like a Mr. A, a, Magoo. That, what Warner is it? Brothers. Warner like, Brothers, yeah. sort of oh, 19, yep. Yep. 1950s yep. almost style of animation. Yeah. Yeah. And to have that super, so like really cartoony mm. and, and over the top, kind of caricature style and then to have the boys gore and violence like heavy <laughs> yeah. on top of in it in a Bugs Bunny style it was yeah, yeah it was so <laughs> it was so unique and it was so much fun like it was a really cool little story and and not this is not a real spoiler but just to give you a heads up each animation is slightly different yes so you get yep. a bit of Rick and Morty animation right you get ah, a bit cool. of um you know Hanna-Barbera type animation you get more realistic animation uh, so each one is different but that that's what I love the aspect mm. I love about the uh, yep. series is that they keep redeveloping themselves you know yep. but keeping that essential you know uh, the boys gore involved the whole way through so yeah, highly recommend highly mm. recommend yep. but you're not missing out if you don't see it no you know? no, it's yeah. not necessary for the story yep. so uh, we mentioned these uh, 80s properties that we love uh, here's <laughs> one uh, that our boy uh, Matt Teal Tilo is a big fan of and put us on to this is the 80s commanders coming at you from ramen toys now we know they've done of course the the big three and then they've done the 80s version of the big three well they're going on to the what they're dubbing the apache 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 is that yes, you say that that's apache, right apache commander who is was an unreleased toy correct from yes. uh talking 80s centurions line yeah this is fantastic mm. because they're, they're, I, I think Ramen Toys is like hitting all these sweet spots yeah. from the 80s of the lesser known brands that haven't had a lot of love. So Centurions, Silverhawks, and we'll talk about another one coming mm. up soon or another couple. Yeah. But to go, like they know what they're doing. Like this is a, I think this is a company out of, Ramen is typically Japanese, Japan, yeah, right? Japan, so it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's interesting when a Japanese, you know, like a, a company formed in Japan is hitting the notes of Western culture. Yep. And and that's not to say these guys are all, you know, they could all be massive fans of Western culture, but they know their toy mm. lore, right? They they know, they know what's missing from the line. Yeah, yeah, which is brilliant. So this this guy, and then you've got the power specialist who was the glow-in-the-dark yep. figure yeah. we yep. did. So there's 
you know, I, and I think Matt Teal was saying that they're going to get to both of those. Yep. We've got an image, looks like a 3D render image. Mm. It's interesting because it's got him, the Apache commander, with a bare chest. Yeah. And that... the, the toy sort of, he had the exosuit, he had the bare chest, yeah. but the exosuit Over on the top. top for the plugs and stuff. Yeah. For the plugs. So it'll be interesting to see how that works in. Mm. But I presume he's going to have the same exo plug feature. Yep. Um, and maybe that's an overlay. Maybe it's a sort of thing that goes on top, or maybe this render's not complete. Mm. But nonetheless, very cool. The, um, the the most noticeable difference I can tell from this version to the toy is the the toy version had like almost that Darwin Cook style of of eye, like it's almost like it's squinting or it's closed. Mm. Right. Whereas this is a more realistic eye, yep. and I saw some people sort of commenting on that. But all things considered wonderful to be getting unreleased yeah. figures. It's pretty now, cool. Now, just to clarify, what scale is this? Is this going to be in their new sort of, you know, six-inch scale or is this going to be in their eight-inch vintage style? Very good question. I, I, I believe I, I heard it was eight-inch. I believe it's Ooh. vintage. Yeah. Yeah, so I, it's to scale with your vintage collection yes. that is incomplete. And they can oh, always wow. turn on the machine again and then shrink, shrink it down. It down shrink for it their down. 112. Yep. It, it's wow. interesting because, yeah, like if that is the case... I would want to see these very, very much in that prototype style. So very much so as what close they would as have possible. been. Yeah, yeah, like to the vintage toys. Because I think it would be a bit strange to have a modernized version in the scale of the vintage toys. So it doesn't like fit. With like vintage articulation and stuff almost? Yeah. Like Well, it, it doesn't have to be that prescriptive, mm. but I think it should mirror the look. You should be able sure. to what 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 I guess I'm saying is you should be able to take that new toy, put it with your vintage yep. collection. And it should be Can't relatively tell. seamless, like in terms of integration. It doesn't have to be an exact replica of the prototype, mm. but I guess it needs to kind of fit in aesthetically with the sculpts, with the color palette, all those sorts of things. Um, so I, I, I like that. Like if, if it does that, I'm in favor of the eight inch scale. If it looks like just a blown up version of the six inch scale, and it's not going to fit in with my 8-inch, yeah. I'm going to be a bit like, oh, where do, where do I put it? Because mm. it doesn't go with the new Ramen Toys 80s Commanders that I'm going to have. Yep. And if it doesn't fit in with the vintage ones, it doesn't it's, go it's anywhere. a bit of an oddball. Yep. You know where it goes? It goes with the future 80s Ramen. Um, yeah, 80s. 80s uh, <laughs> you know, Possibly. For the, for, the, for the people that don't have it, you know. Yep. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Who's going to do the song? Oh, I should have had a mask. No, 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 not mask. It's not the mask. It's something totally different. It's a. You could even say it's a masquerade. It is a masquerade. It's a mask. It's a mask charade. Um. Again, look. This highlights ramen toys. Knows what they are doing. They've taken the probably the most wanted vehicle in the mask toy line. The Gloria. Uh, vehicle of shark mm. um, which is very very iconic never got a figure um, or never got a vehicle Gloria did get a figure in yep. the split seconds yes. line yep. or the um, it's it's another one of those the, cases where she was the the, the one of the predominant females yeah. or the predominant good guy females yes. in the show she was in a lot of episodes uh, she, you're right she did get a figure towards the end of the run but she never got her vehicle that featured in almost as many episodes no it was like a white Lamborghini that a, split oh okay yep split in two yep. into like a helicopter and the Lamborghini kind of like shrinks in half and it's this weird mm. kind of um, missile type vehicle the split seconds one the split seconds yes, yeah, one yeah, yeah. and she got a she got a figure with that mm. but but Shark is her iconic yep. video from uh, 
iconic. It's it's RC all over again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, glorious Porsche. Um, and what are they calling this? The code name. The Great, the Great White. White. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's clever. It's clever. Uh, so, so for me, not knowing not anything about this Gloria character and her Porsche and things like that, is she a good guy or a yes, villain? Yes, right. She, she's a good. She's guy. a good guy. And yep. you, yeah. you got. In fact, you went into an op shop, I think, and got the villain car, which was the, the purple, purple one. Mm-hmm. Yep. The purple one with I'm forgetting a name, but the uh, chick with the red and black yes, hair. Yes, the red hair. Yeah. Um, yep. So yeah, but this. So yeah, Gloria is like her equivalent right. for the good cool. guys yeah. cool. and in terms of the cartoon like main character yeah, like sweet. critical critical character mm. awesome so this is great I mean all we've got here is like a 3D not even oh, maybe a 3D render yeah I guess it is mm. from the back sort of a 3D looking image looking yeah. up underneath the car underneath the chassis yeah. and stuff so, yeah. so what so what does this car gonna do if it you know action goes through its action features and things what potentially does this it, car it's a submarine okay so I think you can see there on the back there's a couple of kind of like fin like Elements of yep. the car that are going to probably flip out to be some sort of fin it's type thing. It's a bit thing. James Bondy where the yeah, wheels, the wheels are going to tuck, tuck under. Yep. Well, that, those back wheels look awfully large, or is that a housing for the wheel to go in? Could be, yeah, yes, could be some housing. Yeah. But but I think what it does tell you is this will be a transforming vehicle. Yep. Oh, it has and to be. Yeah, it, it has like to be. It has, oh, that's right. Yeah, no, that's no. part of Mask's charm. Yeah, and I think to be fair, it's probably one of the relatively simplistic transformations. Like you think mm. about Thunderhawk. It was a pretty easy, yep. you know, The wings transform. open, the thing pops up at the back, that's it. Yeah, like, that, and, and it's a flying it. car. So yep. it's a clever one to do. doesn't need a lot of mechanisms or mm. engineering. Um, what Again, what I'm hoping for with this line is that it is in scale with yeah, the vintage. It's gotta be, right? it, it does, because yeah. otherwise, if you're going to start this from scratch, you'd probably pick Rhino, yep. Thunderhawk, or Switchblade, something yep. like that. Iconic, yeah. But... They're trying to blend this in, right, for people that want to complete that line. So yeah. very, very clever. I've seen actually a lot of customs of Shark mm. that people have kind of engineered a semi-transforming type vehicle. So this is going to be, you know, rather than have to spend, I don't know what something like that would cost. Commission someone to do oh, it. Yeah, like it would be yeah. phenomenally expensive. Mm. I know ramen toys aren't going to be cheap, but this is going to be a fantastic alternative. And when you consider a lot of the vintage prices on this stuff... You're probably yeah. not too far off on some of the. Well, it, it the makes you stuff. wonder if this is successful for them that they then go and do some of those really hard to find pieces. Yep. Stuff that you know, your split second stuff that can go for a bomb, and they go, "Hey, you know, here's here's the same thing, you know, done with modern tooling, but it's it's a third of what you'll pay on the secondary market. Come buy from us." Yeah. But you could also do the alias stuff. I mean, people like me would love a highly detailed Matt Tracker vehicle, Thunderhawk or whatever it's called. Yep. You know, and I think that'd be awesome if they, you know, dial up the details a little bit. Yep. Um, you have to yeah. wonder though where the lawyers come into this as far as corporate. <laughs> well, it's one thing to do a, a vehicle based on a, a prototype that never got made. Yep. Picking a Thunderhawk or a Switchblade or one of these iconic that just screams mask. At some point, uh, it was Hasbro who obviously owned the license would probably just sort of, you know, send them a quiet little email going, uh, 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 you're but, not making okay. that one. Very, very fair call. But we're also talking about Hasbro that owns Transformers and look how many third party Transformers, True. combiners, you know, all those sort of things that have been made. True. Um, like they still haven't done, aside from the, um, the uh, what are they called? The Not the Combaticons, the. Um, Constructor cons. Yeah. They haven't ever done a proper, um, you know, combiner, you know, adult market 
figure like you know the combaticons the predaking uh, predaking yeah, yeah, yeah. all those sort of characters they've mm. never done proper ones of I mean, them. they've done them in like the combiner wars series you've yes, got your yep. defensor and yep. some of these guys but yep. yeah like a in a one, true Takara kind of masterpiece. Masterpiece yeah. style, masterpiece you know. Style, and yeah. now, now they're even getting into headmasters and target masters mm. and all those sort of, you know, oh, really, yeah. really stuff. deep stuff that, you know, Takara's not going to get to for years mm. to come. Um, you know, there's there's plenty. They haven't even got Blaster yet. I mean, yeah. seriously. It's, it's funny because yeah, I mean, we, we, we make jokes about Mattel and how litigious they are with some of their, you know, copyright strikes. We think of our uh, friend... Um, Ah, with the faking filmation yes. and, and that sort of stuff. And whereas Hasbro seemed to be quite relaxed when it comes to IP infringement. So, I'm, yeah, I'm certainly right. I mean, yeah, Rob and James Etock yes. with the faking filmation. Um, that, that's a real story. I mean, we're going to talk a little bit later on about Formo Toys and what they did with their line. Yeah. I get. I, I just wonder. I wonder. Sometimes, like a lot of these Transformers third parties are coming out of Asia, right? Mm-hmm. And I just wonder. You know, like Lego had a pretty big issue with some of the stuff coming out of sort of the Asian markets with mm-hmm. Lepin and yep. a lot of these things that were really infringing on on their designs and <laughs> and they're like just ripping them off, right? And and I think Lego did eventually crack down on that and sort of fight that. You know, and and Lepin did sort of move their their move sort of target away, and go yeah. do a bit more of their own designs yep. and which is okay because i think the copyright over the actual clutch power brick has expired so mm. you can actually kind of copy the brick itself but i just wonder if like the likes of hasbro and mattel find it easier to kind of put a bit of pressure on in the american market and mm. they can kind of strong arm that but when they realize like the amount of difficulty in trying to litigate in another jurisdiction yeah. whether that comes into play and Hasbro mm. just made the call look we'll just let it go we think we can jump in on certain things and put out official products yeah. we can learn from what these exactly. guys are That's doing the thing. so yeah, it's, ma- maybe it's a company approach that's slightly different to Mattel mm. but I reckon I think it's it's good I think oh, it's so good I. for us as oh, yeah. fans I don't, I don't want to see people breaking the law but I don't think Hasbro contemplating a mask line. No, so, exactly. And and if this goes gangbusters, then they they might look at it and go, yeah, well, there's a demand out there, and then we may in several years' time get an official official mask reboot, which yeah. is what we've been angling for for a while. And so. I think the reality is the people that are like kids aren't buying this. There's no kids that are going to buy that's this, right. and that's what Hasbro ultimately want to sell to kids. I know Masterpiece is probably a slightly different kettle of fish, but it's really not cutting their lunch right it's yep. really not taking away massive right. sales from what they're doing yep. so good 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 on them for letting it go and and this is the the big one for me i mean the, the other two are, are fantastic news but the this thought cool. of a brave star reboot i think ramen toys are in a good position to do this style of figure it's a similar style of figure to centurions there's just a teaser and it's just like almost a hand-drawn um torso Vest. piece yeah, yeah. There's a star. It's the very iconic kind of lined vest. Now, is it Brave Star? Because yes. there's been some talk about Galaxy Rangers. If you look at the Galaxy of... Rangers, unless, look, it's definitely the Brave Star yeah, style. Yeah. I, I, I Galaxy Rangers are very plain yes. on the yep. chest right. torso. Yep. Um, okay. There's not a lot of detail. No, no, they don't. Galaxy Rangers don't have nearly the amount of detail. detail. And and I think if you're going after a iconic property, 
you go after Brave Star yes. first, and sure. then you go after uh, Galaxy Rangers because you're looking at five, maybe six figures plus three horses, mm. and that's Galaxy Rangers yeah. done. So whereas Brave, Brave Star a has a lot bigger roster and a lot bigger roster of figures that never came out. Yeah. Now my question to you, Trent, is if this is a whole new line, would you be comfortable for them to come out in the new the new Centurion scale? Or would you want them, you know, bigger with the old school figures? Yeah. Look, I guess my my preference is to do them like the originals in terms of the scale and sort of the compatibility. Because I think Brave Star, I mean, the roster is not bad. Mm. There's probably you know, like you've got maybe around ten figures if you include Borobot and Scuzz and Fuzz and and those sort of things. But the the real potential for Brave Star, in my opinion, is to do all the characters that were in the cartoon but never got a toy correct like, exactly. like yep. there's that, um, that's why looking at this that that's brave martial brave stars chest yes all right yep so you sort of got to wonder i feel it's going to be a bit like centurions they'll go brave star maybe a tex hex to kick it off yep and then like they've done with centurions yeah. they're going to go the deep cuts that the, the the fans who really want to complete that vintage collection they're going to know what what they're in for yeah like even the the judge the the female judge character yep. Um, the, the wolves, the wolves, yeah, yep. all those sort of like. There's so many. There's, I think, there's a guy, a customizer called Motu Molder. I yep. think is yep. the name, and he goes and does like they. They look like production quality Brave Star in, figures, in the same scale and yeah, everything. same scale. Yeah. Like, they're very much based on the filmation cartoon, but he's gone and and like, I just love looking at them. Like he's just done every character, and and what I would love to see in this line, probably above. I mean, I, I want the Judge JD like that. That yeah. um, is a must-have, and like, there's a lot of the sidekicks that I think they yep. could definitely yep. get to, um, like a lot of animal anthropomorphic sort of characters. I think there's an, uh, definitely an opportunity to do a thirty thirty. That's properly. it. That's what yeah, I want. That's the one. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> <laughs> I want, I want. <laughs> We've hit it. <laughs> We've hit peak trend. <laughs> but I mean, like, as cool as the thirty thirty is from the Mattel line. Great in horse mode. You put him in in thirty thirty, mm-hmm. like get up and hold uh, onto you know the, the big, big gun, gun. elephant yeah. gun, yeah. yeah. And it looks ridiculous. Like it looks like a horse kind of on its hind legs. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's really quite bad. As much as I love that that figure, <laughs> he looks great, great in in horse mode. You need a thirty thirty in action figure mode, yeah. like standing <laughs> on his hind legs with that uh, big bertha yeah. of a gun. Yeah. Um, taking a um, you know a thing from Forty uh, Old Virgin, I kind of feel sorry for the horse. You know? <laughs> <laughs> now, now the interesting thing I also want to touch on is uh, so Centurions and Mask are both Kenner, so they're under the Hasbro banner. Mm. Yep. Whereas Brave Star yes. is Mattel, and and we've just uh, talked about how much how yes. power hungry Mattel is over their franchises. So it'll be interesting to see if this one, how far this. Gets, but again, you know, yeah. Brave Star is Before. not an active license. I, I know like, that. Yeah. You know, but, but, whereas Mattel and some of the other stuff we're going to talk about later is very much what they're pushing at the moment. Uh, so. And I think there is something in that. Mm. I think with the faking filmation, it came at a time, you know, like if they'd done that maybe five years ago or five years prior to when they did it, maybe they wouldn't have batted an eyelid. Now, that's a big maybe. Yep. They, they very much may have just for, you know, for the sake of it. But it came out as they were relaunching Origins, yes. and and, and I, I, there was Tiny. a bit of a yeah, the, yep. it was just a bad time. Yep. Um, I think they're just litigious, or or they they like to put the strong arm on and send out these cease and desist emails. So I'm not saying they wouldn't have done that, mm. but I just think the active properties give them a bit more cause Incentive. for concern. Yep. So yeah, I, watch 
this space with bated breath. Because who knows if the multiverse or Motu Origins all of a sudden have Brave Star in them? Oh. I mean, it's yeah, it's, they could. You know, it's easily. It's oh, it's you know. So I'm picturing a Brave Star figure done in Origins in that 5.5 yeah. Origin style. Because it's cowboys mm. and Indians in space. You know, like it's oh, not yeah. out of the realm of Masterverse. Yeah. Well, you've so, put Sunman in there. Exactly. Yeah. You've got uh, Rio Blast. Yep. You could put a Marshall Brave Star 100%. and a Tex Hex in. Without batting oh, an eyelid. get a strawberry shortcake or any of <laughs> yeah. My Little Ponies. No, that's Hasbro. But <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever uh, Mattel owned done in 5.5 Origins. Yeah. That'd be great. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to Marvel now. And we're talking Moon Knight. Now, the first, as we record this episode, the first episode of Moon Knight has dropped. We're not going to be talking about it this week. We're going to give it a week to settle and make sure everyone's seen it before we take a look at the that first ep. Um, and this is a bit of a strange one. Look, we all sort of figured that a new um, show-accurate Moon Knight figure was coming. Interestingly, if you looked around these sort of uh, markets at the moment, people are selling the older Moon Knight figures for an absolute bomb. Uh, and now, of course, that this new one's come out, people are like, <laughs> bye-bye scalpers. Like, people just want the new one, basically. Yep. So that has dropped. Uh, that Hasbro have done a bit of a reveal on that, set to pre-order from April 12. But the interesting one is, about a day or two before that, Diamond Select Toys dropped what they termed a new release from their Marvel Select line, which was a Moon Knight figure. Now, this figure actually comes from, I want to say, 2012? Like, it's it's an old figure, but they've basically just gone, hey, Moon Knight's going to become a thing. The yep. show looks really good. Turn the machine on, pump it out, and make it a, uh, was it, shopdisney.com exclusive figure. Um, and you can sort of tell if you have a close look at the picture and stuff. It is yeah. that Marvel Select, so it runs a bit bigger than your Marvel Legends. It's got that almost Toy Biz-esque sort of hyper detailing to it as far as it looks a little bit busy for my liking. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it has all the uh, points of articulation and stuff. So that was a bit of a strange one. And then I think it was like 24 hours later before Hasbro re- announced the um, the standard Marvel Legends version. So yeah, good yep. good time to be a Moon Knight fan. It is good time to be. Is, uh, who's the big Moon Knight fan? Sam, Sam Cripps. Cripps. Sammy Cripps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's wonderful to have, and Oscar Isaac. We'll talk about this next week. But does a he's a stellar actor, yeah. right? Like he's top of his game. So they well. they've landed a big name for this six part show. Yeah, I, I just have to say the Diamond Select Moon Knight figure looks like he's a figure from yesteryear. Like yes. that, yeah, that, the exactly the articulation at the kind of the upper groin. thigh, yeah, yeah, that groin articulation. Yep. It's like the McFarlane ball joint wrist you know where there's yep. a big ball joint that's really obviously yeah. there and it's not hidden in any way and it, it looks it looks toy biz and it so does. It, it, yeah. 2012 look i might be wrong on that it, it looks yep. like a 2012 figure yeah yeah and and that i mean that hasbro one i mean the light years better it, it is yeah. like yeah. that's the version you yeah. want to get it looks it 100%. looks so cool mm. um I, i'm interested like we'll talk about this next week but the suit looks very cg Yes. To me, like it it, it, to it's got that um, Green Lantern kind of vibe <laughs> to it. Wow, not, not that's as, a, throwing some shade. Yeah, like, <laughs> not as bad, but it just it took me. Uh, like I was like, ah, oh, they're going, they're going a bit of a CG look, um, mm. which I found interesting. We'll delve into that more, but yeah, good time to be a Moon Knight fan. Hundred mm. percent. Yeah. All right. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. We have an Ultimate Super Seven teaser, and that of is of course the Lord Villain. Lord Zed himself, and he, all all you see is a sort of a throne. So I don't know if the throne's going to be another 
aspect of the Ooh, um, you know yep, teaser as be. well. But he's holding one of those uh, grenades or bombs or something that mm. the um, that he's so regularly seen to have, and it's definitely him because you know the bomb is so unique. It's got an extra little button thing or ball on top of it, and you can see the pipes and things going down. His, oh um, yeah. You know, um, so I'm yeah. I'm pretty hyped. I'm a big. You're a fan. Aren't I you? love yes. Lord Zed. I just love Design his wise. look. He just looks mm. so cool. I've got the who did it? Um, the Hasbro, Hasbro one, the yep. Lightning Collection. Lightning Collection yep. one. That that is almost perfect. Yep. So I'm really keen to see what sort of aspects this one comes with. If it's just alternate hands and another staff and stuff and nothing really that you know speaks to me, uh, I might pass. But if it comes with a few extras or whatever, mm-hmm. um, definitely not going to buy a throne. But uh, <laughs> you know, uh, but I'm just I'll be really keen to see. Yep. You know the full reveal of this uh, in the weeks to come or wherever they come up. And and I think there's been word on the street that the black and blue ranger are, are going to be part of this wave. Yep. And then there's uh, speculation, you know, if there's going to be a Zoid or something. Okay. So, yeah. um, but I think the you know it's not out of the realm of possibility for a throne, mm, given no. that we've seen Possible. the Thundercats yes. have a throne. So and Lord Zed is you know and the 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 girl I can't remember her name the, the witch yeah yep. she, she came has, with a ton of stuff yeah, yeah. and she, but yeah. she's also seen to sit on the throne in the show as yes. well so ah, you know you could, could get multiple figures yep. yeah you could get multiple characters sitting on the throne I suspect being an ultimate figure that's going to come with a ton of stuff throne or yeah. no throne like and it's it's a lot of it might be sort of deep cuts from yeah. specific yep. episodes of of Power Rangers knowing what we've seen them do with like mm. Simpsons and these sorts of lines. Um, yeah, whether you're in or not, we'll uh, yeah. we'll see when the full reveal comes. That's it. Yes. That's it. All right, moving on to an update now, and this is Formo Toys have had to pivot uh, <laughs> quite significantly from their Lords of Power launch, and I've got that theme song stuck in my head that Emiliano and the team put together. Um, it's like a rock. It's like an '80s rock ballad. Okay, and it's just like Lords. Of power, so it's gone. Transformers type, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's very cool. Yeah. Like for them to go to that effort was was wonderful. Yeah. So I'm a little bit sad that Lords of Power is now off the table. Not mm. no surprise really, when we consider that Mattel are doing Origins. They're actually yep. doing a Lords of Power subline. So I was very surprised that this trademark was available yeah um and and it possibly was like it i i know emiliano did say that was available so we just took it Mm. the problem i i thought they were going to get into with use of laws of power was it's it's fine to trademark a name but then to release a toy that is is based on the same thing that was originally done under under that banner that gets you into some trouble from my understanding from trademark laws Mm -hmm. so if they'd gone we want to use Lords of Power and we're going to put out some perfume, no problem. Like, no one's going to come after them, right? But if you go, I'm going to use Lords of Power and put out action figures that look exactly like Master of the Universe, then then you're in I'm just, trouble. I'm just stuck on the Lords of Power perfume now. Like, what does that smell like? Lords of Power. <laughs> the perfume for real men. Um, all all in, done in like a noir. Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah. Black and white, Yeah. <laughs> So what we had, so if we if we go back to what was revealed initially from Lords of Power, and I was I have to say, like, this was my line of twenty twenty two. Lords of Power was the one if if you'd said, Trent, you can collect one line, it would be this line. This wow. is what I wanted. Um we had figures like uh Keldor. Now Keldor, it, it was it was termed Durlock for Lords of Power, but it was essentially 
um, when Emiliano and, and Pierre got together to do some work for Brian Flynn of Super 7, they did the, you know, these are some figures that we'll put out. And if we, you know, here are some suggestions of other things we could do. This mm. is what Keldor might have looked like if he'd been released in 87, for example. Sure. Now, they, they were never allowed to continue. They were only, Super 7 were only given the mandate to go and do filmation inspired after they did Hero and Eldor. Yep. Mattel kind of said, no more of that. We might want to mm. use that so you can go and do filmation stuff. So this all got sort of shelved. So Emiliano took that concept and ported it into Lords of Power. And and look, you know, it's got the star from the movie. It looks a little bit like Keldor, but not mm. ridiculous. It doesn't have the blue skin and stuff. So I thought this one might have kind of been safe. They also did Barbaro, which was based on the original, original He-Man. Yep. yep, that was done. Um, so that Tony Guerrero sculpt. Yep, mm. yep. Um, so if you imagine um, no shoes... Um, just a loincloth and that horned helm and that, that, with the battle axe. Yep, and then the Teela character that was in the... Shirella. Uh, yeah, she yeah. was on the box art for Titus. That's correct. Yep. So so they were all done. Then... Um, the builder figure has changed as well. No, the builder figure is the same. No, it's not. It's, builder it's, it's, it's the, the builder figure Oh, there. no, sorry. He's not the builder figure. That's um the adversary, yes. Okay. He's totally changed. Like He's the biggest change, right? right. Because what happened with the adversary was they went back... And Emiliano went over, when, when Mark Taylor was still alive, he went uh, and talked to Mark, and Mark uh, let him photocopy a whole heap of his original sketches that he right. did while he was working for Mattel that never got used. And as you can tell, the adversary is almost like a, a green web store, web store yeah. right? Yep. With some different armor. Now, mm. this is an absolute homage to that original artwork. Clearly, Mattel has taken exception to the use of any unused art because they would say well Mark Taylor worked on that while he was working on and employed by us so we right. own any rights to that so that figure is totally changed now they also did a figure called Pantera which was a female purple panther mm. that one has changed they've, they're not really using the purple anymore they've changed the colour because it was too I think too close to Panther uh, are right? really going to do well but the, but the, the general design is still the same the general design the is the same the yeah. colour yep the color it's is, a cat, is it's a cat female cat yeah, yeah. yeah cat lady, and, and yeah. Shirella, they've changed that she had like a battle cat helm they've gotten mm, yeah. rid of that totally changed that and given her some new armor and the, then the genie the genie Aladdin, the genie he's, he's safe. Pretty, yeah he's uh, i think the only thing that they've changed on the genie and they've changed this across the line is like the belt and loincloth the belt design has yeah. changed but he remains Pretty much untouched. At least until ring. Disney come in and just go, no, nope, that's our genie. You <laughs> can't do that. Until Will Smith walks in the office and yeah, slaps, him, slaps him away. Yeah. Yes. So, so it's been a pretty... When Emiliano first alluded to these changes, yeah. it, it sounded like there were... He goes, oh, we'll be done in a week, right? We'll be done in a week. We'll come back with some... I'm week. like, okay, a week is going to tell you that they're not going to be doing wholesale changes. Well, it ended up being a good, good month and a half, two months... And we had some significant changes. So Durlock's totally been revamped. Uh, the Keldor character, um, Barbaro's been like, revamped. He looks like uh, the villain from DC. Uh, what's his name? Um, you know, born on Tuesday. Oh, Solomon Grundy. Solomon Grundy. Grundy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got it's a bit of bit of that vibe. Yeah. Mm. Um, the adversary's totally changed. He almost is now inspired by like a Chinese dragon. Yep. Kind of, which kind is of kind thing. of cool, but yeah. I I prefer the Webster look because it's a throwback. I, well, I, see, here's the thing: yep. this this whole thing started out as a as a homage to Masters, essentially. Emiliano yeah. is 
very well entrenched in the Masters community. This well, now is, I would argue, not even close to that. This well, These changes just feel... No. And I, I get why they had to do it, but... I agree. It's, I don't know. It feels it's, totally different. It does. Like, that connection has been severed, mm. rightly so. Like, from Mattel's point of view, they want that severed. Like, it's gone from Lords of Power to Legends of Dragonore. Yep. And, and even the logo, you know, the logo was very much... It was almost like a rock burst before, and mm. it was very much in that very stylized, angular... It and looked this, 80s. It looked 80s. This, yep. this, what I'm seeing, this looks Fortnite. Yeah. You know what I mean? It like, does. It's, it's very modern artwork, even the logo. Like, if you'd shown me this out of context, away from Lords of Power, I was like, oh, cool, it's a new line. I would not have picked that one has come from the other. No, that, that's right. And look, there's some... There's, there's a view out there that, look, it's good that this thing stands on its own. That sure. it's, it's separated itself from Masters and it can be its own thing. And And... I like that idea of fr- a freshness to a line mm-hmm. where I don't necessarily want to buy my 10th version of He-Man. I want something that feels like it can fit but is a new character. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's a, there was a cut... Like, for me, that Durlock stood out as... You know, it wasn't typically Masters, but it just had a, a vibe. Mm. I'm not feeling the same thing with the new version of him. Mm. And, and and the same with what you said about the adversary. I'm not yep. quite feeling it with that one. Yep. And and I think what they've done with the heroic character, the Barbaro, I'm now not getting that original design, which is a bit of a shame because exactly. that's historic. Yeah. But I'm getting it... Like, it's a cool design figure. Like, it mm. looks cool. Um. So, I, it, it's an interesting one for me. Mm. I, I've... I went in going. This is my line of 2022, and no. I'm not. I'm not there anymore. Yeah. And, and I and I I, I don't want to be in any way negative about Emiliano's designs and his work, but there was an aspect of what this line offered that has been taken away from me. Yep. And, and I understand why, and I totally get it. Um. I just feel they maybe gave in too much. You know, like what what's wrong with that Panther character being purple? Like it's it's yeah. totally different to Panther. Yeah. They're not even in the same boat. I, I just mm. felt they maybe just so they wouldn't get into any problems, they just took it maybe a step. And I don't yeah. blame them for doing it. I would have done the same thing yeah. if Mattel's sure. breathing down my neck, right? That's right. With yeah. the litigation team that they've got and I'm a small startup. That that's gonna wipe blow you out of the water, right? Any mm. any legal troubles and, and you might as well not proceed, right? So I can understand it, but I'm personally disappointed mm. and I'm I'm personally not as excited as I was. And I'm not sure whether I'll go in. Yeah, I want to go in. I want to support the guys. I think they're doing incredible work and I think the quality of these figures are going to be amazing. I'll wait and see what the final, you know, paint masters look like and make a decision. But I, I'm... I have to be honest, I'm feeling a little disappointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. For me, I think the original Lords of Power, from what we can see, they would have fit seamlessly in your vintage collection, right? They mm. would have fit seamlessly next to uh, the, you know, Warrior Beasts or anything like that, you know, all those 5.5-inch mm-hmm. uh, vintage line. These ones, there's just too much. They're too busy. So I don't think they're going to fit into your vintage line. Yeah. Therefore, you're going to have to put them separately. And, do, you know, are you happy to collect from start a new 5.5 collection that's going to each cost you you know between 50 to 100 dollars each figure you know i just think it's it's you know where does that sit with all the other modern offerings that are coming out right now is that what you want to do start another 5.5 
inch line. Well, that, that was part yeah. of the point. The original yeah. thing was that these are figures that could have existed yep. that as they were made back in yep. 1984, 5, whatever. They're now not that because no. of any understand why the legal side of it. So it sits in this really odd space where you go, is it a companion line? Is it a homage, homage line? It's really neither of those at the moment. So... Yeah, look, wish them all the best and, and hope that it, you know, it goes really well. But it's it does kind of feel like the, the table's been kicked out from under them um, a little bit. So, mm. we'll, uh, yeah, update Watch when we space. get new. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it. All right, another 80s property, Sectors. They're getting a revival. Now, clarify. So, yep. This was announced on April 1. Is this real? It's no, legit. I've- Yep. Yeah. It's legit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's been uh, shared a lot. I was very skeptical with all this yeah. news it's coming It's so out. hard, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, with those Raymond toys and things, and yeah. if this you know, later comes out that it is uh, April Fool's, in America, that was pre-April uh, yes. uh, 1. It's so, tricky here because the timing's yes, slightly right. different. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and the April Fool's stuff was really, really ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yes, yeah. Origins is coming out with a mishmash character with buzz-off head, clawful <laughs> arm, and... You know, many faces uh, thing, and it just looked looked visually ridiculous because they hadn't even color coordinated any of it. It was exact colors from each arm and each torso and each leg was their applicable original character, but they'd matched. And (laughs) this is the new character, so that was just bonkers and like got a laugh, but not even worth talking about. So I think (laughs) okay, so Sectors are suiting up for a relaunch thanks to a long-term licensing agreement with the Nasilco. So Nasilco we're very familiar with, Mm. um, and licenses seven towns. Under the new deal, the Nasilco, the company behind Netflix, the toys that made us, and the, and the multi-platform uh, toy store near you, will leverage its new toy division to create a new line of action figures and launch a consumer products program alongside a new Sectors animated series. Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> so that'll be awesome, and that is currently in development. So I am pretty hyped. Oh, look, that's honest. fantastic! Yeah. I mean, yeah, we did cool. get those. Little sectors yep. figures via never, Kickstarter. Ne- never the beast, so never the beast. Yeah. Yep. This gives hope. Like if they're going full animation, yep. Yep. you would hope. I mean, sectors is all about the beast. Let's well, be the, honest. It's, yeah. it's like right. releasing mask yep. with the figures without the cast. Yes, you yep, know, you got to do it. You got to you got to have mm. the um, you know, the yin with the yang. You yep. have they they repair. So, yeah. Super. Now, okay. So let's say we get um, same sort of question for you. Now we talked about. Brave Star and what you want to see out of this. Mm. What do you want to see? Do you want to see continuation? Uh, I wouldn't or mind a new line. No, nah, and I I'd probably see a new line with yep. uh, updated. They sectors have really yeah. good articulation. They held up, didn't yeah, they? they? Yeah, they they really do. But I'd be very happy with a smaller scale, like yep. the three and a half inch or um, scale or four inch or whatever. And then you know the beasts are you know the main thing, main yeah. main thing, and and like because that would be affordable. Yes. I believe if you make them in that vintage style seven inch yep. you, you're looking over a hundred dollars for oh, a, you know a, the couple hundred bucks yeah, for a beast for, yeah that's yeah. for the deluxe uh, yep. the prince dragon and things that have cost you Too an much. arm and a leg so you need to scale it down yes put all the articulation you know it doesn't need to be super 16 points or whatever no. just you know have the basic you know um elbow knee all that sort of stuff with you we've gotten used to and and put add some articulation with the beast i don't need to put my hand in it so don't even factor that into <laughs> yep. the um equation uh just you know make it articulated don't need any 
motors or anything for yep. flapping wings. Just make sure the wings don't crumble in your hand <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. over time or Durability. whatever. And yeah, just you know, make it cool. Yep. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of opportunities, and with a cartoon in production, it's only going to bolster the. Uh, you know, limelight on the this you know wacky sectors brand. So, yeah. mm. what I, I haven't seen a lot of Brian Volkweiss's toys yet. Like, so he's come out and announced through Nacelle Company a lot of the properties that they're going to be looking at, and they're going to do you know these cartoon and toy deals. So, I, I, I'm really interested to see what these things will look like, what yep. their style yep. is, what the aesthetic is. Yep. But Brian is a a toy guy through and through like his knowledge of toys his passion for toys you think with that logic it's you like the brian it. flynn you, yeah you know like these guys are passionate they're going to give us something that hits those spots mm. and, yeah. and and you know does consider things like price point as well as being really cool so i, ca- I just can't wait to see what the nacelle company puts out mm. yep. in terms of yep. physical toys well, really excited i think with toys and things like it's a two or three year turnaround sure. right so that you know we might call it out now, but we won't actually see physical product or, you know, we might see renders in a year or so, but we yep. won't see actual physical product for two or three years. So mm. um, I'm in no rush for this at all because I, I'm I'm comfortable to, you know, sit on my hands and wait yep. and wait for it to be done right. And it kind of it was really important for it to come out the same time as the cartoon because if the one beats the other, uh, sorry, if the... Um, toys you know come out six months after the cartoon yeah, is released right. that's that's bang you, yeah you've lost your money well at least it's the same guy doing it yes, right so right. like yeah. he can control that yeah hopefully whereas yep. you know like yep. with netflix and Shearer, that was totally mismatched yeah. some of those yep. netflix shows voltron yeah. was another voltron was one. terrible and they yeah. never completed the the um pilot roster so yeah that's what happens when you um stuff up the timelines all right (laughs) and a quick update on some australian toy news now and this is off the back of the bulletproof villain news with Mm. them becoming the main distributor of necker product we know pop culture pulled out of their deal with necker and bulletproof villain did tease us a couple of months back that they were going to pick up the uh the distribution rights and they have and we've seen some prices now for some ninja mm-hmm. turtles product they've got alf i think on there as well a few bits and bobs 75 bucks australian for mm. a standard figure is now the new going price yeah, that's yeah. what, what are our what are our thoughts on that I mean, what necker figures traditionally have, have retailed around that 50 40 40 bucks yeah 40 to 50 um, bucks, I'd say. In the last yeah. couple of years, Turtles figure seems to have pushed that towards 50. Yeah, I mean, you think those Turtles two packs, be it their cartoon or, or whatever style, are 100 bucks for the two figures. So, yeah, 50 bucks, 50 bucks a head, basically. Yep. Um, look, not, not great, but at the same time, not altogether unsurprising. Bulletproof Villain, as much as they've been around a little bit, they just simply don't have the pull that something as massive as pop culture had pop culture could order in and again we're speculating at numbers here we're not accountants sorry <laughs> um <laughs> they, they could have thousands thousands of units bulletproof villain they're uh they're actually a local adelaide company but they might be only ordering in a hundred maybe 200 if i had to pull a number out of the air and no doubt they'll sell them but in order to do that it's a higher per unit yes. price that they're paying and that cost ultimately gets passed on to to the collectors at the end. So, um, I mean, it's it's good that we can still get our hands on them without having to worry about direct imports or secondary markets, eBay and those sorts of things. Um, but 
you know, uh, that's this is the nature of the beast. When when the single biggest distributor in the country pulls out, this was always going to happen. Whether it was this bulletproof is- villain or someone else. This was this was this was what was going to happen. Yeah, it was the biggest fear, wasn't it? Yep, it, yeah. it is. And and the price point. I mean, in their press release, Pop Culture did allude to price being a factor in why they pulled out. Right, mm. so increasing prices and quality was the other one. And they also talked about communication. Uh, com- and, yeah, communication yeah. and the fact that product was not coming when they were expecting it. Yep. Like there were delays, and, and we understand delays, but they were at the coal face of these delays, mm. and and it was obviously impacting. Um, them so you know for it to go from a $50 figure to a $75 figure the combination of before shipping yeah Yeah. those price yeah yeah, and and I think Bulletproof Villain do do a free shipping over a certain amount so Mm. but $75 is a lot let's talk now direct from the NECA store now in Australia shipping is the worst right Mm -hmm. but we've been pleasantly surprised (laughs) by the cost of shipping from the NECA store I think you can buy like four figures you know, you know, and there might be three packs, mm. and we, we're getting things like nine dollars US shipping from from I, one I, side I, of the world. I don't know how they do it. I, I do it not. It actually know. doesn't make sense. You sit there and go, "It's too good to be true," but I'm going to press buy because you can't change your mind now. No, nah, that's and right. And it, it works. Like we first saw this with the Toker and Razor when yep. they were released, and we all commented then about how amazing it was. Oh, surely what's going to come to us in a plastic bag no it was in one of those amazing yeah. you know bubble wrap things and then that in a box as well like that come absolute mint condition no complaints about it yeah from NECA uh, I think the unfortunate part is that they don't offer everything no they don't that, like, the stuff that Bulletproof Villain are talking about it, when we're talking turtles is those universal monsters yep crossovers uh, you cannot as an Australian get those direct from NECA so this is where yep. the, the price becomes yep. a concern well, correct a a, um, a complete uh, you know mirror image. So I ordered Slash uh, the Ad- Slash Adventures, which mm. is called uh, figure. It cost me seventy five dollars plus ten dollars shipping, right? So eighty five dollars. I ordered uh, Yusaji from Necker store, yep. right? And total, including shipping, was fifty five dollars, right? So you know, where's thirty well, bucks? Yeah, yep. it's a big difference. Mm. So, yep. but you know. And but and that also hurts me in the sense that that Renette figure because she's not the right color scheme because she's not you know a must 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 have figure I pass on her. Yep. There's no yeah. now you know middle ground between oh shall I get her shall I not I'm not paying seventy five dollars for a character I'm on the fence about yep. it's just a no nah, no thanks and and you know Universal monsters and things it's just solidified I won't be getting them I'm just gonna cherry pick even harder now so yeah. which yeah. is disappointing yeah. All right, we're going to move on to a quick update on Darren's toy collection. Obviously, the last you heard, we'd done all the carded figures, mm-hmm. boxed it all up. Um, we had a deal in the works. That deal has now all come off. So it's all been packed off, shipped away. Um, Frank, you were the, the mastermind behind this deal. <laughs> you did a lot of the, the legwork. Yeah, so... Fill us in. We, we went through a couple of uh, big players, not just here in Adelaide, but uh, across the country, basically, and said, look, here is you know the, the labour of all our hard work, this insane database of, of what Darren has. Let's, let's talk. And we're not going to talk numbers because that's a bit rude, but basically we uh, went back and forth with a couple of companies and ended up making a deal with uh, 
someone who I would say has become a pretty good friend of mine, Dennis at Lobos. So if you are in the Melbourne region and you're familiar with Lobos, as any good toy collector should be, you can now pop up to Lobos and chances are you're going to see a whole lot of Master of the Universe yeah. classics there <laughs> that belonged to our good friend Darren. So look, Dennis was uh, really quite great to deal with. There was a lot of backwards and forwards, phone calls, emails, all that sort of stuff. He even spoke to Darren's parents yep. um, just to sort of talk through with them about how it was all going to go. Um, he's obviously the amount uh, in totality, I don't think anyone could afford to sort of do in one hit. So he's been sort of piecemealing it out. And every time I just got an email the other day saying, yep, I've sent through another you know portion of the payment. It's already landed in their account, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. And so it's nice to know that it's gone to a place that is well, renowned yes. for us and, and around the country that, uh, you know, other collectors can can pick stuff up. Um, look, probably the, the one of the key things that come out of this is this is all at the end of the day for Mary and Jeff, Darren's parents, and they've already we've already seen some, some tactile, you know, things that they've been able to afford with this money. They recently got a new fridge. Their old fridge was sort of dying on them. Um, they've got a nice full-size fridge now. Um, they're also able to redo the flooring in their kitchen, which has sort of come away over the years. Um, so, you know, look, that doesn't bring back Darren. They they still lost their son at the end of the day. But this, you know, he's... Darren was always big on looking after his parents yep. and, and even in death, he's still doing that. 100%. Yeah, and it's so so wonderful to see them putting that that money, that toy money to good use in the house and, and, and doing some things. Cause you're right. Like it's it, nothing you can do to bring, bring him back, but it's, it's living on that legacy of helping and, and, you know, being the primary caregiver and, and this is what he would have wanted. Yep. Like this is his wishes. Um, and, and to be a part of making that happen with you guys and mm. Scotty, who, yep. Yep. Davey and, and the guys have done a lot. Uh, it's been a lot of hard work to yeah. get it to that point, but, <laughs> really worthwhile right yep. really you know if Darren's looking down I think he'd be proud I yep. think he'd be proud of of you know how we've gone through it and uh you know it's it's sort of lovely to see that um kind of be bookended now mm. and, and done yeah so we're we're on to the next stage which is all the loose toys <laughs> phase, oh <boy>. two. <laughs> phase two yeah. loosey-goosey and uh all the matchy-matchy so um mm. yeah it's uh Testing the knowledge. We had the Brains Trust in Masters uh, yeah. last week at my place and, and really, like, there's some obscure stuff in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and it did show up my knowledge on Princess of Power. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but now we're getting there. But luckily, we've got, you know, book guides and that's what, you know, you love your digital side yeah. and things. But, like, I like the textile, physical, you know, thing. And it was great to have the Pixel Dan book yes. at our fingertips we could just flick. The only problem is, it's like, what's his name? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's like hydron, hy hydron spin, powered. Spin, spin flip yeah. hydron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just remembering those wacky names and yeah. things. And uh, yeah, you know, and when you come across variants, you know, dark grizzlore and things, you know, we came with a darker green staff mm. and it was a crossbow and things. So it's, you know, just really, you know, getting that brain, that grey brain matter to uh, kick into gear and work out what's what. So, but some amazing pieces, you know, touching items that I don't think I've ever touched before or seen mm. firsthand. Yeah, person, and, um, yeah. yeah, it's it's amazing. So all these items, um, are, we're going to physically try and move ourselves. Uh, we're going to take them to Brett's Toy Fair, upcoming yeah. Toy Fair, which is uh, the weekend after Easter. I think it's the 24th 
Yes, it's like the that. Sunday, I Just think. before Anzac Day. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah. So, so that'll be good. So come and see us there if you're local. We've got a few interstate legends coming down. So mm. Mr. Chris Fresh and Dirty Uncle Mitch. Oh. Uh, so I've already taken awesome. a day off yeah, just yeah, to man. get in Watch some, out. Uh, yeah. some so, action. Yeah, so no, that, that's going to be uh, amazing. And um, we hope to, you know, fulfill some... Uh, needed you know fill some gaps in the adelaide community as well as uh you know anyone that rocks up to the show so it should be really good and obviously that money then will continue to flow back to mary and jeff and uh they can yes. continue to make small improvements around the home to uh make their lives a bit you know easier so to speak so mm. yeah yeah and a big thank you to brett owen who yes. donated the tables yeah. so free of charge he we don't have to pay how many a cent. do you want yeah, it. that's uh, very Wonderful. generous. Lovely the community coming together to help uh, get as much back into the pocket of Mary and Jeff as possible. So that's absolutely wonderful. Hey, we've got a competition we're going to close out now. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a couple of uh, winners. We've got two winners. We're yep. going to give away two Blu-rays for Action Figure Adventure Season 1 signed copies by Jay and Rob and the team. Yep. Uh, who are our two winners? We have... Uh, t- Two winners here. We've got Cody Hulks and Wilderness Nerd. Uh, I think he's a Patreon Wilderness Nerd, if I recall. Yep. Um, yeah, these guys both wrote us uh, some amazing uh, stories. Are we going to read them out now? Do we no, think? I think just a quick blurb, you know, the, the generics of it. Yeah, so uh, Wilderness Nerd talked about uh, a Zodak uh, Master of the Universe figure being always his favourite. And long story short, it was lost in the backyard in the somewhere in the 1980s. Um, and then catching up with his brother many many years later in fact 2021 uh 30 years since old zodak disappeared and here he was his brother had found him at their parents house and you know looking a bit worse for wear i think people called it like a ghost figure yeah like the torso and head had totally faded yeah it looked like like it was painted white yeah (laughs) but the rest and apparently the um power punch still worked wow and the legs the rubber bands on the legs were still functioning (laughs) It's amazing. So yeah. that's and so, wonderful. And the, you know, he proudly displays that on his shelf as, as what he calls battle weary Zodak. You know, <laughs> yes. like what a what a wonderful story. Um, Cody Hulk's Cody Hulk's. I haven't actually read this one through properly. He myself. picked up a McFarlane uh, Dragons figure, yep. I, I believe. Um, part of the uh, earlier 2006 line or something like that. 2012. 12, yep. yep. And uh, yeah, so really, really cool Dragons line that McFarlane did. Doesn't have any affiliation to any other properties, but uh, McFarlane, you know, being an amazing artist, he did a line of Dragons and some of them were a bit harder to find than others. And he picked that that one up. Uh, yeah. Oh, so there you go. So just reading it now. So skip forward a few weeks to the morning of his wedding uh he went to go out and grab some fuel and that's when he found uh, this dragon at the at the petrol station why were you late for the wedding honey <laughs> um, uh, i was a bit late but check out this dragon yeah. <laughs> it's a sign <laughs> don't use the dragon in our ceremony honey <laughs> no that's fantastic yeah, that's, uh, lo- love the toy love the pose love the sculpt and mostly love my wife so yes. he's, yep. he's covered he's got it he knows he knows what he's doing i i, I have a I remember ducking away quickly on the birth of my first child. Um, I, I I can just sneak this in. I'm just going to pop down to Shintokyo and get this thing <laughs> I wanted. I snuck down there because Leanne was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm in labor, but my mum's here. It's all good. I'll, I'll let you know a little bit later on. <laughs> and then I remember, got back, got back to the office and the guys were like, it's four o'clock Friday. And I timed my leave to perfection. That was my last day. 
Um, she was going to be induced on the Monday, but mm. ended up all happening naturally on the Friday. And I remember getting this... I, we went down to the pub at four <laughs> and I had this full pint in my hand <laughs> and I get this call from Leanne and she's like, you know what? Don't rush. Don't rush. But it's happening. Start to, it's happening. <laughs> start to come home. And I'm like, yep, I'll be there in a sec, honey. And I hang up and I'm just like, now what? do I chug this beer? <laughs> yeah. <Do> yes. I, <laughs> yes. And I remember I just, I just like put it down and left. I just remember oh, leaving this full beer yeah. and going... I know this is the right time. I know it feels wrong, yeah, yeah. but this is so the right thing to do, and, yeah. it, and it was. It was, fa- <laughs> it was the first father decision you yeah. made. <laughs> I'm a dad now. Yeah, responsible father, you know. <laughs> uh, fantastic. All right. Well, that's it for another episode of Toy Power. Um, do we have a new Patreon that we want to shout we out? We do have a new Patreon. Uh, Dom Blanco has joined us. Um, so thank you very much. He's made his way to the Discord and we've been getting to know him. So thank you very much for joining the Toy Power family, Dom. Yes. No, very good to have Dom on board. He's into some very cool lines. I think his modern toy collecting mirrors pretty much the lines I love. Yep. So it's, uh, you know, very, very cool to see um, that that passion. So that's it, that's it for another episode. Thank you to everyone for tuning in to another episode of Toy Power and to all our patrons. Thank you so much for all your ongoing chatter on the Discord and support. Um, stay safe and we hope to see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.